You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, final question from Scott. Not McLaughlin. Um, but I still think the Bruins need to make a trade, move Jake, um, assuming he means Jake DeBrusque, and a defenseman get someone who can fit in the lineup. Matt Potra is a playmaker and needs to be with someone other than DeBrusque, who is still not producing like a top six guy and is streaky with his effort. Um, I don't think anybody here disagrees that the Bruins probably need a little bit more up front. It's a matter of how and when. Yeah, I mean, I guess my question is like, what are you getting for DeBrusque and a defenseman and where does that leave you? Because then, like even taken out of account, like forwards on long-term IR and that affects your defense right now. Okay. So say you're, it's going to be what DeBrusque and Grizzlick or DeBrusque and Forber when he comes back. I don't know what that gets you. Like, I don't know if that gets you a bona fide top six forward. Um, yeah, you, you don't think that be, would be enough to you get You probably a- need to be throwing in something else. I would, I would assume like DeBrusque is a pending free agent. Forber and Grizzlick are both pending free agents. I'm going to guess a team that's selling off the top six forward is looking for prospects and draft picks, not um, soon to be free agents. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, In terms of like what moves you see at the deadline, it's like they want draft capital. They, they don't want, they're not trying to win, uh, you know, a a playoff game. So they're not like, yeah, we could use Jake DeBrusque right now. Um, so like when you think about rentals, they only go in one direction. They only go towards the team that's trying to win a playoff series, not the other way. Um, so I, I do think if all things were considered, like if it wasn't, if it wasn't a contract year, or if you could get like a confirmation that those two guys were going to sign, which is just logistically difficult to, to do, um, then maybe that, I mean, I don't think DeBrusque isn't and Grizzly aren't worth a top six winger, but just doesn't make sense because of the contracts and because of the, because of what the ask probably is, is prospects and draft capital. Yeah. And also like, if you're making that trade now, you're trading DeBrusque at a total low point. Like you're, you're selling low, which is generally not something you want to do in, in any trade. So you need like, even if you are thinking about trading DeBrusque, you need him to get going at some point. So whether he's here or you intend to trade him, like, 
you want his value to be higher than it is right now. And by the way, like if that happens and he starts picking it up, then we're probably not talking about trading him because now he's that top six forward you're looking for anyways. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So look, guys, last episode, I believe my opening shift was something along the lines of the Bruins aren't as good as their record. How disrespectful of me. Scott, are the Bruins being disrespected elsewhere? Uh, they're, you know, they're top of the league. They have been for the better part of, you know, a regular season plus now. And here, here some people are like, 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 like myself and others that I don't know that just the eye test is telling me they just aren't as good as where they are in the standings. Um, what's going on? Who, who, who's talking trash about the Bruins, Scott? Can't be me. Well, so I'm not entirely sure actually, but George commented on YouTube. This is a couple episodes ago, but um, since we're pulling comments and he mentioned that he saw a power ranking that had the Bruins 10th. Um, now I have not seen this power ranking, so I don't know exactly where that came from. I will say that I took a little survey of, of various power rankings. Um, looked around at like the athletic ESPN daily Faceoff, TSN. And they, they all have the Bruins top five anywhere from like, I don't think anyone had the Bruins one, but anywhere from second to fifth. So that to, to me, like anywhere in there kind of makes sense. Um, you know, I tried to throw together how I would power rank them right now. And, you know, just so people understand, like power rankings, not just a reflection of standings. It's more like, which teams do you think are legitimately the best right now? And, I have Vegas number one. I think that was probably the most common number one looking at other power rankings. They're, they're the, the defending cup champs. They have one of the best records in the league, even if they're not right at the top. Um, you know, someone's going to knock them off. Two, I have the Los Angeles Kings, who I think are just playing terrific hockey and really kind of have it all. If you look at that team, they are deep everywhere. And I think they're going to be very a very tough out for anyone to – Biggest question is probably going to remain their goaltending, but they've been getting really good goaltending from Cam Talbot. So as long as that remains true, they're going to be high. They haven't they haven't lost a single road game yet this year. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, their home record is it's like almost fifty percent, but their road record record is nine zero and zero, which is crazy. And they they have seven wins in their last ten games. So so. Three is where I might go like a little off the board here because my top Eastern Conference team is actually not one of the ones tied for the best record in the league. I have the Florida Panthers as the best team in the East. They they won the East last year. I think they actually improved their defense in the offseason. Um, I just think until someone, you know, until they slip up or someone shows they can knock them off, like that's they're just such a good team and and they play a way that wins in the playoffs. They're do They have a really, they're in really good shape and Matthew Kachuk only has five goals so far. Um, and then I have the Bruins fourth just ahead of the New York Rangers who, you know, if we had done this like right after that game at, at MSG, I think the Rangers would have had to have been ahead of the Bruins, but looking at just like, the Rangers are basically like breaking even at five on five. They're they're outscoring teams on special teams, but generally you need to be a really good five on five team to 
to go far, and the Rangers actually haven't been this season. Um, the Bruins haven't quite been like as as elite as the Kings at five and five, but they've still been pretty strong overall. Um, so give the Bruins a slight edge, but if someone wants to put the Rangers ahead, that would be fine with me. All right, so I want to preface this real quick with the right now. Okay, the Bruins are third place in the in the National Hockey League. They're second place in the conference, tied for first in points, and they are first in their division, three points ahead of, of Florida. Okay, so that's where they are. I also want to say there's 32 teams in the NHL. So keep that into perspective when I tell you where I truly think they are. Um, the best way I could describe this is I think they're a top 10 team. I think that there are eight teams in the NHL where if they were to go up against the Bruins in a playoff series, I would favor them over the Bruins. Um, so I have the Bruins ninth. I think the Bruins are a top 10 team. I think they're in the lower end of the top 10 teams in the NHL. I think Vegas, Colorado, Florida, Dallas, Carolina, where if you look at Carolina in the standings, they're not great. Like they're in like the middle of the league. They're like 18th overall, but I'm, but if they were to play Boston in a playoff series, I'm taking Carolina. The Rangers, the Kings, the Lightning, because I think you have Andre Vasilevsky, you still have Victor Hedman, Stamkos, Point, Kucherov. Like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I would probably gun to the head, take them over Boston in the playoff series. Then I have the Bruins ninth, and then I have Toronto 10th. Now, I don't love Toronto's defense, and I don't love their intangibles. I think they're loose defensively, and I think Boston would beat them in, in a series because they're, I think their goaltending is better and their structure overall is better. And, where they lack lack an offense, Toronto severely lacks in defense. So I don't think the Bruins are a top three team in the league like they are in the standings. There's 32 teams in the league. I think they sit comfortably. If you want to say between six and 10 overall, fine. I have them at ninth, and it's just subjective at that point, obviously. In my opinion, I think they're a top 10 team, but a little bit lower down the list. Um, in the Eastern Conference, that has them, I think, fifth. I think I have them as like the fourth or fifth best team in the East. Are you publishing it? <laughs> Is this going up oh, on WEI.com? Maybe, maybe we could maybe we could do a little uh you know yeah menage. I, I was here. thinking about that at some at some point when I have time. Oh, I don't <laughs> I don't know if it'll be the next day or two, but I heard on TV um, once, I don't know. <laughs> I'll explain to you what that means after. <laughs> I didn't even hear what you said. Maybe we should cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Scott didn't even hear you. Scott, it's it's okay. I don't I don't want to have to explain to you some adult subjects that um, yeah. may or may not have been referenced. But I mean, we could do. Hey, con context is everything. Con we were talking about writing a a, a three way article. That's all. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So are we doing, are we, now I don't want to. <laughs> i'm out guys no power rankings uh no i'm just kidding we could we could at some point we used to back when brian still worked in the office with us we used to do 
articles like that all the time. I know. Now I'm like a Bruins alumni. I just come around for special occasions and, and ceremony nights, you know? <laughs> but anyway, so Bridget, where, where do you think the Bruins land? You don't have to give the rankings if you don't want, but. Well, I have them higher than you, Brian. Um, I think that, I think as per most people, they, I have Vegas at one. Um, I also, I, I don't want to put like, I don't, Scott, I feel like you're pretty high on the Kings. Maybe it's be, like, is that recency bias or what? But I, I would also put Dallas ahead of Boston and potentially the Rangers ahead of Boston. So that would leave me right around like four. Yeah, I guess. So a couple things. So I, I tend to just like put a lot of value on defense and goaltending and Colorado has given up a lot of chances and has not been great defensively. Neither has Dallas and Jake Ottinger over the last month is under 900 save percentage. Um, I think Jake Ottinger is a, a very good goalie and it pains me to say anything negative about a Terrier, but I, he, that's... he's he's actually not having a great season. Um, Carolina has the worst goaltending in the NHL. And I think the rest of that team is really good. And I think they play the right way but until they figure out the goaltending i cannot have them near all that close to the bruins um same with like the devils another team i think should be better but is not getting goaltending um scott if it were today like you would take the bruins you would take the bruins over the hurricanes in a playoff series right now yeah because i I think Carolina's goaltending is an absolute abomination. So I think that would cost them yeah, a series. I mean, that's, that's totally fair. Goaltending is very important. Um, th- so that's why, I mean, conversations like this are fun because obviously it's like, it's, you know, there's so many variables at play and, and, and whatnot, and it's all speculative. Um, and partly maybe I just, maybe I just watch this Bruins teams so intently that like, I know I, I, I see a team that's like, they're they're struggling for an identity uh, offensively. I think outside of, if if Pashnak goes down, now you can say the same about any team's top player, but like they're relying so much on I feel like on him, their line combinations. They don't know what is what. Um, I don't know if they will until maybe they add somebody at the deadline. Um, and I still think there's a there's a there's a lack of grit I, a little bit for my liking. But I mean, yeah, I mean goaltending goaltending. If if you don't have goaltending, it's tough. If 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 Allmark and Swayman were to flounder, I just think that the Bruins have a tough time overcoming that more than other teams because they can't. You know, yeah. Well, what are the what are the odds that they both do? Like, I don't know. They- I don't know. That's why it's you know obviously I'm kind of speculating. I don't think they would. But if they if if the Bruins right now as it stands, the Bruins would have to play because honestly their defense has been leaky. Like the goaltending has been bailing out the entire team, right? So like. Um, I just think the Bruins would really have to win a a lot of like low scoring, close games. And I don't know if they have a lot of clutchness outside of a couple of players. And, but look, I'm rambling. Um, I just, I mean, I feel it, it's weird. Cause I feel like I'm putting this team down for saying, I think they're like ninth, eighth, ninth in the league. I mean, there's 32 teams. I still think they're a top 10 team. Uh, I, I think if you look outside of net, I don't think they're as high as you guys are putting them. And I know you can't just ignore goaltending. I'm with you. Um, so maybe, I, maybe I'm being a little bit pessimistic uh, outside of with the roster outside of the goaltending. Yeah. I, I do think like 
every there's a whole lot of teams that are fairly jumbled together and like just looking at my own rings and it's like yeah i could easily see i mentioned the rangers just because i had them right behind the bruins but i can easily see the case for colorado vancouver dallas being ahead of the bruins um i wouldn't have a ton of pushback but ultimately to me that would leave them eighth is kind of like the lowest i could go um just because then like that next group i'm not dropping them behind Toronto, New Jersey, Carolina, just because those teams, well, New Jersey and Carolina, goaltending-wise, Toronto defensively, like I, I just don't trust what those teams are doing. The good news is if the Bruins manage to keep the record and finish first in the conference, uh, or at least first in the in the division, because right now they're they're you know they're in a race with the Rangers for first in the conference, but. The good news is if they finish first in the division, they don't have to play Carolina first, hopefully, or like they don't, they're maybe going to draw a much. Well, they might. I mean, Carolina might be right what, what do you guys think? You think, you think I'm a little scarred from last year? You think I'm trying to temper um, expectations a little bit? Everyone is. What's think, going on? I think you sound like some of the other hosts that I, I, I know. Oh, that's that's disrespectful. I, I, like, I, know, I know the game with with one and one pinky more than all the people you're talking about. That's true. That's true. They say it without backing it up, but you at least you know we we back it up here. By the way, the the just like as a quick aside, the Metropolitan Division is like wild. The way that those standings look right now, like you get the Rangers kind of running away from everyone, but then like the Capitals in terms of points percentage who I don't believe in at all, no matter what their record is. The Islanders, who I don't think are playing very good. The Flyers, who might actually be like a sneaky playoff team. Um, you know, I actually think there's some promising pieces there. And like, then you get to New Jersey and Carolina, fifth and sixth, Pittsburgh way down in seventh. Like, it's it, outside of the Rangers, it's like almost inverted from what I think most people predicted. Yeah, the Flyers was kind of, they're surprisingly closer than people thought to the playoffs, I think this year. And I, I believe in them a little more than the Islanders or Capitals. Like I actually, I actually think the Flyers have a pretty solid roster. All right, guys, any, any uh, remainder remaining topics or questions or concerns? I don't think so. I think I'm good. You Scott, want to take any more seconds to think about that one, Scott? Or no, you good. <laughs> No, no. I'll read a whole Harry Potter novel in the time it took you to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I it, it's been a while since I've reread Harry Potter. I used to like reread that series. I think I've reread it in full like four times. Like I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys know this about me. Listeners might not. I was, I grew up a, an enormous Harry Potter nerd. Scott, everybody did. Come on, everybody did. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I- like rereading the entire series multiple times. I mean, that's um, that's like the diehards. I mean, I I probably read all seven books at least maybe ten times, and by read the books, I mean I read the watch the movies. Um, cause I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I have the, By the um, way, there there some of them are very different, but whatever. Um, this is not a Harry Potter podcast. No, it's not. It could be. It could be one it time. Can be. We, we almost did a Game of Thrones one once, um, back when that was still going on. Mm. What, what's the other? What's the other? Uh, it's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and then what's what's the other version of that title? Philosopher's Stone. 
Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. We'll we'll damn, end there. Damn British. Yeah, you're gonna get my blood boiling. So <laughs> let's let's just end this before I you know throw my screen somewhere. So uh, no, nothing else. You guys are good. Yeah. No. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you very soon.